Hello and welcome to Is This Anime? I'm your anime expert, Jack Metcalf. And I'm the guy who knows nothing about anime, Malcolm Cloud. And uh, joining us once again is Logan Middleton. Oh, what a treat to be here. Um, this is an interesting one because um, while for you, dear listener, it's only been a week since you heard um, the first Odd Taxi episode, um, for us it's been like two months because uh, Malcolm went on vacation and then I also waffled on whether I wanted to make this a two-parter. Um, but I can safely say I think we can all agree uh, this was a good idea, even if it was uh, maybe not the most timely execution. Am I correct? Yes. I'm really yeah. glad you got us to come back to it. Yeah. Yeah, this was worth it. I feel like in the previous episode, you know, you kind of t- you kept dancing around certain things because you knew like what was coming up. And I think that like, you know, played into a, a role of the fact that like, we were all engaged with the show and we just needed to, you know, kind of finish this out, especially because this is like a mini series. Like it is like hmm. pretty clearly like ends. Like this isn't one of those ones where it's like, and it continues and continues and continues. I'm looking at you one piece. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, yeah, let's, you know, let's call this, you know, now that like the dub's fully out, it's just like, yeah, might as well cover the whole thing in a two-parter. Yeah, and I mean, I did say before uh, in the fr- previous episode that there is a movie um, that's kind of both a recap and also features an extended ending. I have not seen this movie as of this recording. Uh, it's not out yet. Maybe it will be. But I'm I'm satisfied with even just the noted ends on. It kind of has that fun caper style ending, which we'll get more into um, later on. But, you know, if this was the only bit of odd taxi we had, I would have you know, I obviously would like more, but I don't think the ending lends itself to more. No, I mean, the ending of this show, for honestly, kind of surprised me, like, in, in, in a good way. Like, I was just like, oh, they're actually going for this. Like, this is, like, they're going to explain this, I, like, which mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting. Like, there was definitely an element of, like, oh, like, we're just in this world and this is how it's going. But, like, the path that it goes down, especially in those last two episodes... I was like very impressed by. Um, also, holy shit, it's dark. <laughs> it gets so dark. <laughs> this is. So I don't. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. This. This is very dark. We've got. Uh, what are the topics we've got? Obviously, murder. Um, we have uh, abusive parents. Um, suicide. Ne- suicide. Yeah, don't forget suicide. Uh, gambling bad comedy what else um the evils of video games um the evils of free-to-play video games especially uh, the, the evils of uh you know idol culture <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of bad p- people in this you know corruption it's... in law enforcement <laughs> everyone's corrupt everyone no one is clean in this show yeah yeah i mean i think the only person who's clean is who's the uh kind of the love interest the the girl but even even she's like kind of like doing like under the table stuff oh yeah i guess she is yeah yeah i'm trying to remember her name because shira um, shirakawa shirakawa yeah yeah oh yeah she's selling the 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 drugs on the black market that's right yeah oh yeah i forgot oh yeah so yeah i know even she's not clean even though she's doing it for like a good reason um yeah what about? I mean, hell! I mean, hell! Goriki doing wrong. Uh, who? Goriki. Oh, Goriki. Yeah, Goriki's pure. I don't think Goriki has uh, done anything bad. He's yeah. he's got everyone. Goriki is the 
Gorky's the best bro one could hope for. Yeah, that, that, that's my yeah. boy. I love that. I, I love that man. Yeah, Gorky is great. I guess yeah, he's probably the only one who's. He's like, he yeah, he's he's got a good conscience and he's becomes a good friend. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Oh, I guess maybe the landlady as well. The landlady mm-hmm. seems, um, like she's kind of probably she's doing the right thing. Even mm-hmm. though, like, I will say the whole storyline of like, um, of Odukawa, like living on his own since he was like six, or, like in the sixth grade, is a kind mm-hmm. of a crazy concept. <laughs> and it's a, <laughs> uh, where they're like, yeah, he just lived alone in Tokyo, <laughs> and, and someone paid his rent. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's you know that's very minute, and it's, but it adds to a bit of the world, and it kind of explains the. Uh, yeah, it's sort of the twist at the very end of this series. For sure. I mean, where to even start? I mean, this is, you know, we're covering eight episodes. Um, so I don't think we could even go in an episode by episode order. So let's just kind of just talk about what we liked um, and some of the character highlights. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Every character has depth. You know, you see these characters initially and you're like, okay, well, well, they're a minor one, whatever. And then, you know, I mean, look at the, uh, the Daimon brothers. Like, you know, they, they have their own arc, you know? Like, oh my god. Well, I think what's so perfect is that, like, every character has a storyline that is seemingly disconnected, and then mm-hmm. they all kind of come together just based around our main character. He kind of brings all these storylines together, mostly just in the fact that they've sat in the back of his cabin. Yeah. Something. Um, we didn't talk about also the dangers of social media because yeah, we have uh, we have the hippo who who is who start who gets so famous off his social media stuff that he starts sleeping with fans and he just makes such a board <laughs> and his board reaction to it that was that was incredible like crazy where it's just like <clears throat> she's like all on top of him and being like oh wow like this is amazing and then he's just like has like this dead look in his eyes <laughs> yeah. And I, th- I mean, I it's hard because I wasn't sure if he's like, like, like a young twenty something or like I still in high school or mm-hmm. like what his age range was. Uh, yeah, but it was still very funny to see that because then he obviously like you know later on is basically not necessarily manipulated, but they uh, he gets bullied into yeah into quitting. <laughs> um, yeah, he's great. You know, I mean. Do- Dobu, I love Dobu, man. I feel like Dobu did nothing wrong. I mean, he no. did do stuff wrong, but <laughs> Dobu has my favorite character moment when he's just... uh, when he's uh, come together with his whole scheme, and he says the name <laughs> of my scheme, Odd Taxi. Yes, <laughs> and, and... I, lo- I Oh yeah, that one was like. I don't know. I love those. Like I, I do. Like I love this. Like the jokes of trying to insert like yeah. pretty complicated and, and uh, saying, names of movies into yeah. the like the show itself. And that one, when that happened, I'm like, yeah, really? Like this is a very ham-fisted forced and he keeps entry. Odd taxi. It's odd talk. Odd taxi. And Arukawa says you're 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 acting like that's supposed to sound cool. Yeah. And, yeah. then he gets, and then he gets frustrated. He's like, listen, odd means one of a pair, you know? We're we're connected or something like oh, that. Oh, his justification <laughs> of it is, is flawless, but... It's yeah, it makes so sense, odd. like, in the justification of it. It's just such an oddly... It's such an awkward way to insert it, but yeah. I kind yeah. of respect the, the fact that the writers uh, kept that in and were, like, insistent or, like, no. 
we're going to have him say this line. And even yeah. if it is corny as hell, it's going to happen. Yeah, I like yeah. that. It's, I feel like it would be like if you were watching The Office and they were just like, wow, look at us. We're here in the office. And then they all just stared at the camera. <laughs> like that was like the That's way the so moment good. played. Well, there's a uh, moment in Arrested Development where somebody says it and Ron Howard goes, hey, that's the name of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good yeah, great example. There's a, in episode six, though, there's a fun discussion. I mean, Malcolm, as a comedian, um, did, did you enjoy our, our uh, comedy duo characters and their discussion of cancel culture effectively? <laughs> I don't want to wade into these waters. <laughs> I know, but they're just like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, is it okay to make comedy that's hurtful or whatever? You know, the old, the, the boar is kind of complaining. He's like, listen, we got to, you know, push this to the edge. And the the other guy is saying, no, we can't do that. It's like, you know, let's yeah. play it safe. And one of them, uh, I think along for the me, of, uh, if I got shot, it would be a good bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely think that's the, uh, yeah. Like, I feel like for me, it's like the whole thing with comedy is like, you don't want to punch down. You want to punch up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's where, like, the, the real humor is, is like poking fun at, like, people in I, control of things <laughs> rather than being like, look at this person. They're already on the ground. Might as well put some mud in their face. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, he he's willing to take a bullet for comedy, and I respect that more. That's that's something where I, I can kind of get behind. True. Yeah. I get um. Yeah, I mean, again, episode six had Gamer Joker going after uh, Arakawa in the cabaret room. Yeah. There's there's another Joker-style episode where we uh, learn about the mystery kiss lead and her whole story. That's right. Um, yeah. That one is also, you know, <laughs> Joker 3. Joker 2 and 3 are both in the show. Joker um, 3, Folly Atreus. Folly Atreus, yeah. Folly Atreus. <laughs> Uh, maybe that's the one where they finally introduced Batman. That's the one where, like, we had, we did Harley Quinn. Now we have to do Batman. Um. May, anyways. Uh, um. Yeah, this was one thing I spoiled in the previous episode, which was that Baba was secretly dating uh Rui, uh the lead of Mystery Kiss, because again, all this stuff is connected. Yeah. What? Sorry. Yeah. Ba- Baba the uh I believe he's he's a giraffe, right? Or is he a horse? No, I think he's a horse. The giraffe is the younger ki- younger um oh uh, right, prospective right, right. comedian. Yeah. Oh because, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Baba is secretly uh dating dating lead because Baba's whole side thing is that he's going to be kind of a more traditional entertainer. Um Yeah, ba- Baba's the yeah, is the horse. And Yeah. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> um so Fuck it. Let's so just I will in. say in oh. this second viewing for me, what? like some of the names kind of got a little. Uh, I was playing flat, fast and loose with the names. For <laughs> sure, you can just say you can just place. Yeah, you can just say animal too. Although, fuck it. Let's just jump into it. I know it's a bit early, but fuck it. What What do you think of the twist, guys? Come on. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. So this this was the twist where uh, I because again, even if these episodes are <laughs> spread in recording uh, time by like two months. I remember when Malcolm nearly got it, which is, you know, Malcolm, you were talking about uh, how there were, it was interesting that there were animal, also like regular animals in this world. And I'm like, bro, you just about stumbled upon what what it's going for. (laughs) Yeah, I was Uh, thinking about that afterwards because like one of the big kind of reveals of it is the fact that like in um, in, uh, Otakawa's house, there's like that thing that's like kind of like this little mystery of like what's in the closet. 
and it's like actually revealed to be like just like a cat. That was <laughs> such a nice little character moment in that last episode where he's you know yeah. begun seeing people, people again, <clears throat> but he's not sure what he's gonna find in his apartment because he doesn't know if he's been seeing a person as an animal or what this whole time. So when he goes there and he sees that it's just a cat, and he's kind of relieved that it hasn't been like you know somebody living in his apartment or something. I just loved that. Yeah. No. Um... It's great. And yeah, this this is the funny thing because this wasn't a twist I even considered when watching the show that like they would actually find a justification for why um the show is about talking animals. It's trauma, which is crazy at the end of it. Like <laughs> it's so fu- I mean, it's so fucking dark. What? Odakawa's um Odakawa was bullied by teachers and, and students alike and they said he cried like a walrus. Yeah. Uh when he cried and his mom is also fat and beats him, but he doesn't cry at home because that's when his mom cries. And yeah. His dad is also a oh. bad man. His what a sad is- line when you, when that's revealed where it's like, he doesn't cry at home because that's when his mom cries. I was like, Oh my heart. Yeah. His dad's a yeah. womanizing cheating drinker, but he takes Otakawa to the zoo. And that's like the one time he, he feels it. happy. You know, he gets an encyclopedia about animals and he he loves the walrus and he also loves cars. Yeah. And um, yeah, his parents are killed in a murder-suicide attempt. Yeah, that's that almost wiped him out too. So it's like the post-trauma from that is he, he sees everyone as animals because that's like a comfort thing for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you re- rewatch the show and he's making references to animals, uh, char- characters do kind of comment on it low-key. So... That's kind of your first hint when you do a when you do a rewatch, which is really fun. I do like that you never like properly see him as a kid; like he's always a shadow. Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 really well animated. Um, and then, of course, you see him, you know, in human form as an adult, but he's he's, he's really not so different from his uh, walrus form. Yeah, I, I mean, when you see kind of the mo- ending montage of everyone as humans, that's so great. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought that was really cool. And you're like, yeah, you're able to distinguish who's who because they did a really good job of kind of like, I mean, there's like, yeah. there's not so subtle ones like with Goriki where it's like, oh yeah, it's just the same guy and he's got a goofy beard. But then like, yeah, like, that one was like, I was like, wait, did he? Because when that reveal happens when he wakes up from like the, in the hospital bed and then you see. Uh, Shirakawa and like she's very clearly like a human and then uh, Goriki I was like wait is Goriki actually this like half man half gorilla that's been running around um, but no just a big yeah. goofy beard that last yeah I mean sorry go ahead Jack. all beard no mustache yeah it's all like it's almost like the it's like a scruffy Abe Lincoln. that's exactly what it is yeah, I mean, um, fuck that—that's that's the whole thing about this. Like, I know, like, the movie's whole gimmick, and again, I have not seen the movie yet, but it, the whole gimmick is that it'll continue past uh, the final frame. But I'm like, I don't, I'm not sure if I need to see more of these characters as human. Like, it's fun. It's fun. It's kind of a wrap up and be like, oh, this is what they look like. This is how Otakawa interpreted them. But well, I don't need. To I don't see, need more. I don't need to see past that last frame. Like you can kind of leave it yeah. the interpretation. Um, I feel like we're working backwards here because we haven't, you know, explained how, we how he comes out of or out of like his uh, animal <laughs> uh, world. Yeah, that, which comes with a wonderful shot of the car in front of the moonlight and all the characters witnessing this event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the characters are kind of having their own revel, you know, revelations at the end of their story arcs, and then yeah, the uh, the car goes into the ocean just like what happened um, with his trauma the first time. 
And it's just fantastic. You know, every character sees it in slow motion. Like, you know, you, you see it in front of the moonlight and then it slowly crashes in. And one of the comedians says, oh, of course, now I get like upstaged by a car or whatever. I can never have my moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, like that last episode, just really, really fantastic. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I think uh, this show could have been 10 episodes. I don't know that it needed to be 13. Um but this last episode really made it, you know, the last stretch worth it. For sure. Um, yeah, there's so there's so many fun connections, like the fact that it was Dobu. Dobu was the one who ruined uh, the gamer's life. Yeah, oh, I love that. that. Yeah, that one was like a like that like um, that was a twist I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Like, also, the fact that Dobu was like. Uh, yeah, I guess I played that game. Like, it wasn't really that big of a deal for him. And, like, the gamer was just like, what? How? Like, it just, you know, like, that whole arc with the gamer is such, like, this weird, cerebral story of, of just a man going insane in the middle of yeah. the story. Do- Dobu, Dobu is probably playing that game, like, maybe once a week. <laughs> Even that, he's just getting lucky rolls. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, sure, man. It's what I what I do in between my hitman job when I'm, you know, wait waiting for a ride or some shit. <laughs> yeah, which I like. I mean, it, it kind of gives Dobie a little bit more of that humanity of just like, yeah, I might be a big man, but I'm just, you know, I still got like t- time to kill. Yeah. Even after well, it, it's like the whole Thanos thing, uh, where where uh, Scarlet Witch is like, you took everything from me. He's like, I don't even know who you are. Totally. Uh, I, lo- I love those moments where you're just like. Yeah, like in like film and TV and stuff where you, yeah. they're just like, oh, I guess, uh, yeah, I, I guess this like had no consequence in terms of like the the person who inflicted the damage was like, I don't oh. know. Oh, and what? I mean, I, I'm, My arms I'm are a shrugged. What? <laughs> oh, look also I, the eraser where it's like, there was only yeah. one eraser. Like, how did you know? He's like, this eraser? I don't know. I just got it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that looks yeah. cool. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I mean, listen, even I can relate. Like, there's there's been times where I've been, like, you know, pissed off at people, and then I have to think, it's like, are they even fucking thinking about me? No, they probably aren't. Yeah, I think that's the reminder sometimes. It's like, we're all the main characters in our own stories. And yeah. So, like, a lot of times when you think someone's, like, thinking about you, chances are they really aren't. <laughs> and it's Again. a bit of a, a thing of, like, you know, it's a bit of a gut, ch- you know, a reality check. It's a bit of, like, ah, my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not exactly. the center of the world. Um, but at the same time, I think it's, you know, it's realistic. Do yeah. we see him again after he wanders away from the, um, from we, the see him, we see him delete the game at the very end. Okay, yeah. That's what I, I figured that yeah. was him. Uh, and also, um, what was it? Yeah, uh, Kabasawa, he, he tries to just find a job. There's a funny meme. Uh, it's like Harry Osborn from fucking... Spider, this old Spider-Man cartoon. Uh, it was a meme of like, what? what um, <laughs> it's someone that's like, who, who's just suffered crypto losses and they read a book and it's like how to make money and it just says work and then they cry. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know plenty of people who have lost money in crypto. Even I made some bad, bad stock choices, but at least I didn't lose what I consider, um, you know, it's an acceptable amount. I'm like, okay, I lost this money, but I'm not really phased by it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, I tell my friends, it's like, you know, how do you get rich? It's like, ah, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to stop trying this fucking crypto or stonk thing and just like try and find a job. Maybe stable income is the way to go. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, now, to be fair, crypto is like, 
every cryptocurrency has crashed and it's not regulated and so you know you're it's a real like if any celebrity see is like endorsing a crypto don't and don't do it <laughs> it's already too no. late it's a pump and dump scheme. i was i was watching the i was watching a youtube documentary about celebrities and nfts and how they're just giving them for free and then yeah pump and dump it's like you know they aren't even fucking buying these they're just there to yeah, they get the money when it hits a high. Then they, you know, they take the uh, take the crypto out, get the cash, and then, you know, when it drops, like it's like, well, you should you shouldn't have bought Dink Doink, <laughs> you shouldn't have bought, uh, you know, you shouldn't have bought, you know, like Slurp Juice or whatever. <laughs> um, well, you did you know you could give your uh, board ape Slurp Juice? Um, that's a real thing oh in God, the world so of crypto. You can Google that. Uh, well, not Google it. Just look it up on Twitter. It's so fucking stupid. Oh it's God. so stupid. And I know this could date us, but it's so, so fucking stupid. And yeah, anyone who's investing in crypto can, uh, I don't know, can dink-dunk their way to bankruptcy. <laughs> Sorry. I, I have my, one of my other jobs is now texting. <laughs> um... No, don't, don't worry. We can always... Um, cut around this. Great. Awesome. Um, yeah, sorry. We were talking about crypto and the evils of it and don't trust any of it. Um, let's talk about idol culture and how fucking gross it is. And like, yeah, the manager and how fucking slimy that, that, that dude is. He might be the most slimy guy in the whole, in the whole show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And that's saying something. He's, he's fucking icky. You know, I, uh, Dobu, Dobu's a thug, but I still like Dobu. Dobu was like, he kind of had a bit of a moral compass, which you kind of have to respect a little bit. Where yeah. again, Dobu's the one who like tells um, uh, Tanaka, or no, who, yeah, who's the one? Oh no, who's you know he you know it's Dobu's the one who tells Kabasawa to like you know stop relying on social media fame and get a real job. <laughs> like you know you have to give him the credit for doing that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, what what other storylines appeal to you guys? Um, I mean, I feel like with the idol one, like the twist at the end with like who actually killed. Oh, for sure. Uh, Yuki was like, "What?" <laughs> like it gave me that. Just gave me that. Like, holy shit! Well, what <laughs> that in itself could have been the main storyline to its own anime, which I find so fascinating. Like, and that's just kind of like it. it it's part of the main plot, but in a sense, it's a side story of it. And I just find that so for fascinating because that in itself, it's its own like full length series when you think about it. Oh, for sure. Like, like a, like a jilted idol trying to kill her rival or, or something like that. I mean, Malcolm, you and I watched perfect blue. Like this could have easily been a, a version of that. Oh, absolutely. Like I was thinking about perfect blue at the very end with it, like where it's just like, yeah, like the whole idol storyline, yeah, should have almost been its own TV show in some ways. Mm -hmm. But I love yeah. the fact that it's all kind of connected. Like there's, I I keep, I always reference Quentin Tarantino on this podcast, and I don't know why. <laughs> it kind of bothers me a bit. Um, it's, there's, certainly, uh, there's certainly other filmmakers and writers that exist, but what can yeah, you say? But, he's but he's the, the most popular was, one when it comes very, to this. Yeah, very, very popular one. Um, but I think what it is, it's like, it's gonna, maybe it's a stretch. It's like there's almost like that Pulp Fiction element to this story, where it's like all these kind of converging storylines that, like, in the movie Pulp Fiction, like they each like each of the characters could be just be in their own movie. Yeah. 
but then they all like merge together. Yeah. And I and it's like this this show does the same thing, like in terms of the formatting wise of merging together uh in like these really interesting ways. Because yeah, there's an element where like the idol storyline could be its own thing, but I'm kind of glad it's not because I don't know if it would have been as compelling. Mm -hmm. It's like this thing that keeps happening in the background where like even the twist um like just of like the fourth in line was the one who killed the mystery kiss, like killed Yuki. Mm -hmm. Um, no, sorry, Sakura. Yeah, that's, Sakura's that's... killed. Um, no, um, so Sakura. Sakura is the one who killed Yuki. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Okay. Um, yeah, like that could have just been like the big twist to open up at the this whole episode. But I mean, that's the just, thing. At the very end, they just like kiss it. They're like, here, oh, yeah, by the way, here's the last thing that we didn't answer. <laughs> oh, and here's the answer. Well, I mean, that's the thing. And I mean, because it's such a focus, it, it it's why I didn't even think that um, Otakawa's condition would be a twist like that. I wasn't thinking, oh, hey, they're going to explain why we're, we see everyone as animals. I was like, oh, wait, I didn't even know this was a thing that needed to be answered. Exactly. Yeah, yeah uh, it's like... You know, like that, like I would have just been happy if they didn't even like, you know, touch on the, was it visual agnosia is what I think it's, yeah. what it's called. Like this, yeah, the disorder he has. Um, but it's, it's also such an interesting twist. And again, it is so fun seeing how these characters are reflected in real life. And of course, you know, how it connects to Otakawa's backstory and all that. Totally. Yeah. Well, that like, you know, opens up like why, like Otakawa life he lives. Uh, and it mm -hmm. almost explains why he's this walrus and like, yeah, like it's just such a great like way to get about it. Like as I just really loved it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah. So the, the final frame of this show is uh, Sakura entering Otakawa's taxi. What do you, what, oh. what, what do we think happened? Is it too bold to ask? Uh, I mean, I mean, I hope she doesn't kill him. That would be fucking dark. Yeah. But it seems like yeah. it's. Yeah, I think she she was there. She was gonna go in there I, to kill him. I mean, now that I know, and I mean, I could even look this up, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'm gonna keep the mystery alive. Um, that like, oh, do they you, answer it in the movie? The movie, the movie continues past this point. Uh, I'm not gonna look it up. I'm not. Yeah. I'll watch on my own time, and I'll save you, the listener, the option of whether you want to have this ending be ambiguous or answered. You know? Yeah. I can tell you that the, the Wikipedia page does not answer that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I uh, appreciate that. Oh, no, um, wait. The other Avengers mourn the death of Tony Stark. There it is. <laughs> oh, of course. This was the greatest uh, uh, <laughs> crossover in film history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, wow. I didn't even think... I thought Logan just didn't look at the movie page and was just looking at the anime page, but nope, the, the, there is no summary for it on the Wikipedia. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. Exposed for just reading the Wikipedia. Get out. <laughs> we got to get out. Um, uh, no, I mean, fuck. There's, that's the thing. I feel like we've already like touched on this, even though we've only been running for about 30 minutes. But yeah, this show's fucking good. And it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on, but it's also just so tightly plotted. I think that's what makes it so great. Well, and it's nice. Like every... Sorry, go ahead. No, I, you were about to say well, something it's, better, it's I feel. It's nice that it's, like, digestible at 23 minutes, and 
Yes, I think it could have been 10 episodes, but it's not like it was a real chore to watch 13 because at 23 minutes an episode, it's like, it's pretty brisk. Like, you can get through it without much trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's, that's exactly it. Like, you know, I you could have maybe shortened one episode, like the the whole episode with the backstory of, uh, what is it? I think it was episode 10 um oh no 11 11 uh, rue and stuff like you you don't necessarily have to have the episode but it does work and i was happy to watch it (laughs) like it's like i I love that episode i'm glad it was as long as it was it's a great episode i just want to say uh it's a great episode i'm not bashing the episode i'm not bashing any of this show actually this show's actually really good good. Um, it's not necessarily that there's anything uh inherently wrong with the amount of episodes there's just some things that i felt like could have been maybe condensed but that's not because it was done poorly it's just because i'm uh lazy for sure we didn't even t- uh, there is one character we haven't t- spoken enough about and it's yano the, the rhyming porcupine oh fantastic character yeah i have that in yeah. my notes that i love this character and every time they were on screen and- with the beats and uh their perfect rhymes i was like hell yeah and, yeah. and then, I love the and, rhymes, but it also like as the show's progressing, his rhymes kind of get sloppier and sloppier until he like yeah. breaks. They break the rhyme cycle. Like I, I, yeah. I did appreciate that. It's just, like it starts so crisp, but then it, like I don't know if you notice this, it just kind of starts getting a little like it's a little sloppier as like things get more and more tense, and then finally, you know, uh, at the very end when they're in the chase, it's like he's like basically giving up the rhymes. <laughs> Yeah, and even even his uh, bodyguard is like shaken when his he finally breaks his rhymes. I love that the the in the show itself as well. They're like, "You're not rhyming anymore. What the heck?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, and it's he's shaken because if he stopped rhyming, that means shit's uh, shit's going down. Yeah, uh, just fantastic characters in this show. I mean. I do feel that, you know, if, if we're talking about just the second half, I do feel, um, who is it? Um, Odakawa's friend, he's the uh, the monkey or whatever, or is it an orangutan? You know, the the one who is, um, get who gets beaten in that whole uh, badger scheme. I do feel his storyline kind of kind of loses its way. If I can't remember the character, you might be right. He's He's... He's he's like a monkey or a, he's a white gibbon. That's his name, uh, Kakihana. Oh, Kakihana. He's like trying to. He's like yeah. He kind of disappeared um, in the second half of the show. I I don't even really remember what he was doing, except you know he does appear at the end. Yeah. But yeah, maybe that's a storyline that doesn't necessarily come together. But again, like yeah, yeah. the show it's a very tight show. The storylines yeah they intersect so well yeah. like. Go watch and there's the show. so much of it. I don't think we're going to be able to mention everything. Like we have not even mentioned the money. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm not a smart enough person to even articulate that whole thing. No, but uh, <laughs> what I will say is, uh, you know, at the end of it, Otakawa does the the right thing with the money. Yeah, he does. Uh, completely unrelated. Yeah, I like that twist. I like the twist that uh, that the uh, the sauna guy. Is actually the one who was the caretaker for. Um, and he's like the yakuza boss, right? Oh, Odakawa, sorry. Yeah, he's the yakuza yeah. boss. He's also kind of almost like, even though he's a yakuza boss, he's also kind of one of the the best guys in Absolutely. the show because, like, one of his 
One of his obviously he's taking care of children and orphans and providing them with homes. Even though, again, very bizarre that he's like, "Hey, this sixth grader can live in this one bedroom by himself." Well, <laughs> like, this show um, yeah. is actually funded by the yakuza. This is yakuza, yeah. yakuza like, propaganda. Yeah. Yeah, I like that he's like, listen, I have one rule, and that is I don't kill. I'm like, isn't the Yakuza the thing is they do kill? <laughs> like, um, you know, kind of, nah, I've, I've played enough Yakuza games uh, to know, well, I guess those are also propaganda, because Sega's got some Yakuza connections. Yeah, it was this good <laughs> good propaganda. Sweet, good sweet. Prop- you could, I, hey, listen, I don't mind it. Um, like, again, it's... I don't, I, but yeah, the, the fun- Yakuza in this in this story are not really bad guys. They're just there. <laughs> they're it's, you know, and they're helping it, the orphans. It's, it's definitely a fun like irony or subversion of expectations, whatever you want to call it. That yeah, the person the person who's the head of the most corrupt organization is the least corrupt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing completely unrelated to that that I need to make sure I mention is that uh, the opening theme song is just fantastic. Yeah, it's so good, and the ending too. Like, I usually skip ending themes, but this show, um, I was sitting. Oh well, all yeah, of it. you you have to watch this show through till the end because like the credits start to roll, but like the show doesn't really stop. Yeah, it does that multiple times. Some shows, you know, some shows I w- I watch some anime where they do that maybe like once or like twice a season yeah. because they're like, yeah, listen, this is a big climactic episode. We need some extra time, but this one does it. I swear, like yeah, half the yeah, time. It's kind of funny. I'm like, oh, the credits are rolling, but. Uh... The episode's clearly not done. Yeah, they're just like, listen, we just got to squeeze in another minute and a half, guys. But hey, you know, it's make, making the most Absolutely, of the runtime. Yeah. Not like uh, the Disney... It's funny, when I watch like a Disney Plus show and I see the runtime, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is 50 minutes. But I have to be like, no, it's like eight minutes yeah, of credits. Especially when it's uh, Star Wars television programming. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, and we just need, you know, we need to thank these people, and then these people. Don't forget these people. And all the animators who wish they were dead. <laughs> yeah, all the ones who got forced into crunch time to get this episode done, even though it, it was released in a batch of three to four episodes. Yes, and, <laughs> and it also, <laughs> and it also oh, doesn't yeah. particularly look great either. Yeah. I'm not convinced that that like that technology with the screens, like they where it's like the televisions yeah. and they're acting in front of it, if it's actually good technology or if we're just See, like being suckered into it, or we're being convinced that it looked good. very good in the Mandalorian. But then when I was watching Kenobi, I was like, I can tell. Yeah, Kenobi. Kenobi was a show that we were all very excited for, and now this is now just Kenobi talk. But that's a show where I've spoken to Logan about this. I'm like, this could have been a fucking movie. Yeah, but they're too scared to do movies now. Yeah, t- they can't. They're not going to do. They have to beef up Disney Plus. Like the, you know, they got to give a reason why. <laughs> Taika, listen, Disney Plus two main three two things. Taika's Star Wars movie is uh, gonna hopefully save Star Wars uh, silver screen aspirations. Like they're all relying Jenkins on Taika's Star Wars movie. Well, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Even if they yeah. say it is. Um, anyways, <laughs> this is all getting cut probably. But um, yeah. are, are yeah. we ready? I, you know, we have such long episodes sometimes. But, you know, sometimes like Odd Taxi, we're just kind of kind of tight. I think we're, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. Well, you know. Just yeah. like Odd Taxi, uh, this could we, be a nice, brisk episode. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't have to be. All like, right. We don't have to drag things out for too long. All right, uh, what's our running time right now? Like 30 minutes, but fuck it. Let's do it. We're going to go into Speedwagon.
Cue the music, Sasha. Allow me to elucidate ya. The name is Robert E.O. Speedwagon. So for those just showing in, the Speedwagon is our favorite supporting character. Uh, basically anyone other than Odakawa. Um, I could make this harder and say one character who can't be a Speedwagon, but instead um, I'll allow an honorable mention if it is that character. Um, let's be real, though. The Speedwagon is fucking uh, Gorky. He's the best boy. He's the best friend you can always have. He was the um, Speedwagon I picked when we watched the first five episodes two months ago, and... Uh... Uh, spoiler yeah. alert, nothing has changed. <laughs> I, guess, I guess, yeah, let's, let's fucking, I mean, Malcolm, is Goroki your speed wagon? I'd be really curious. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking about it. Like, I was like, I feel like that's like, it's felt kind of obvious. And so mm -hmm. I was like, when kind of wanted to, you know, branch out a little bit. Um, I think my speed wagon right now might be Kiroda, um, the, uh, Yakuza boss. Okay. Uh, just because I don't know, I really like that twist at the end with him in like in the sauna. Um, there was just something there that I was just like, you know, the reveal of like, you know, first of all, I thought it was so outlandish just him being like, and the one rule is I don't kill. And I guess maybe he does. He gets other people to kill for him. But I uh, guess I guess when you're boss, you can you can have that technicality. But I also easily. just love. I don't know. I love an idea, just like character we only ever truly see hanging out in a sauna like we only see him in the sauna <laughs> like we don't see him really that i don't i can't recall did we see him elsewhere i don't think mm -hmm. we do um and so there you know i think that that was kind of my other one where i was like yeah i could say that and then you know obviously turns out he's this good guy who's helping um otakawa out immensely so uh, yeah, I mean that's my other one, but I think we I think we all are kind of in consensus of who the true speedwagon <laughs> is. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, the music that plays when Shirakawa uses her capero uh, uh, techniques because it plays like this like '90s hip hop music when she does yes, that. Yes, I also noted that. Yeah, that's delightful. Uh, because she, she saves uh, Otakawa from a sticky situation, and I was like, oh my god, the music kicks in, you know she's coming. So that's kind of her. Her superhero theme. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, who yeah. Else, uh, you know, one person we haven't really talked about from this batch, who, you know, kind of gets put through the ringer is uh, uh, Kakihana. Yeah, I kind of touched Kaki on him and I was like kind of questioning, I kind of forgot what his arc in this last half was. He, I mean, well, he gets his arc is that he's like basically <laughs> for like three episodes. And then yeah, he's, kind of, he's freed and then he like, basically runs off that was like there was that brutal scene with him and um yuki oh, where yuki's just like i never loved right. you i never would have you know. like where i was like that was another one of those scenes where i was like jesus yeah, that made me, that made me sad that was brutal that was hard yeah. to watch it was a brutal scene and then and then there's a part of it that was like oh because they kind of mentioned like you know stockholm syndrome is this like a stockholm syndrome thing but really it's like no, like in that Yuki solo episode, you're like, no, Yuki is like a very ruthless, like she's going to try to climb the, uh... they keep referencing Badger games. And I was like wondering, does, does anyone really know what a Badger game is? <laughs> because like, I don't think they explained it that well. 
I just picked up on it as, you know, like, you know, people uh, using women to kind of, I mean, I guess you'd call that a honey trap as well or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I guess honey trap is sort of the more modern version. Yeah. I'm looking up a badger game. Uh, According to Wikipedia, the most reliable website on the internet, um, the badger game is an extortion scheme or a confidence trick in which the victims are tricked into compromising positions in order to make them vulnerable to blackmail. Uh, its name is derived from the practice of badger baiting, which is a blood sport in which badgers are baited with dogs. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, the trick was per- uh, particularly effective in the 19th and early 20th century when social attitudes to adultery were much harsher. A famous person known to have been victimized by the scheme was the first United States Secretary of the Treasury, Alexander Hamilton, whose adulterous affair with Maria Reynolds was used by her husband to extort money and information from him and was then used uh, hundreds of years later as a major plot point in Lin-Manuel Miranda's musical Hamilton. <laughs> uh, I added that last That part. reminds um, me of that tragedy. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that tragedy. tragedy. You know, when, when, Ale- when uh, Aaron Burr shoots Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. That, that, that one tragedy. tragedy. Yeah, the tragedy. Yeah, <laughs> huh, what that? What's that tragedy again? Yeah, never forget. I'm supposed to never forget something. Um, oh I, yeah, Aaron Burr killed that's, Alexander that's Hamilton. That, that's, that's that in tragedy. A duel. <laughs> yeah, the, the treasury has never been the same. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna jump to final thoughts. We're not gonna talk about not Hamilton not, anymore. We're not, we're, final uh, thoughts. Well, yeah, you know, you're not even gonna engage about that tragedy. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the tragedy. Um, what is what is another tragedy in this show? Um, I'm trying to like make sure we cover all our bases. Yeah, before for sure. Wrap it up. I mean, the tra- Well, obviously, the big tragedy was. Uh, also, I gotta say that um, the sequence, uh, like when um, Odukawa like drives the uh, his taxi off the bridge, was really well done. Like in the fact that like all a bunch of these characters are all around him when it's happening. Like the fact that like the the comedy dude was trying to like figure out if they're gonna like reunite yeah. or not. And like it's like I'm being like who is it? One of them is like I think it's the walrus is like I'm being upstaged by no it's the boar. It's like I think it's like the boar is like I'm being upstaged by a car right now. Yeah, fantastic. I loved it. And then obviously Shirakawa saves uh, Odakawa, um, which I lo- kind of yeah. love to see as well. Where she like basically punches the the yeah. window. <laughs> you just like see her wind up, and then the next shot is like her swimming up with uh, Odakawa. Mm-hmm. I Oh no! I thought Bill Nye, the science guy, came out as gay, but no, it's uh, no, he he married a lady. <laughs> oh, he married a lady. Oh my god! He came out. What a twist! We, I was we, like, we have to get this episode out fucking tonight to be the first to break it. No, I he got I got trolled by the thread title. No, it's it's very what pretty. Was the lady. Thread title? It was guy. Robert Robert Picardo marries Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> that is a troll. That's a troll title if I haven't seen it. It does make it, it sound like from Picardo Clickhole? married did it Bill come Nye. From Clickhole? Yeah, Star Trek actor Robert Picardo, who played the doctor across the franchise, served as officiant. Oh. Uh, his oh, wife is very pretty, it's, it's though. It's a grammatically weird headline. Because technically, R- Robert Picardo yeah. married Bill Nye to a lady. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, he was a priest. Um, anyways, uh, any more uh, thoughts before we get into final thoughts? Sure. Let's do it. This is a t- tight episode um, about a very tight show. So yeah, final. my final thoughts on Odd Taxi are 
this show is awesome. You should watch it. You should rewatch it. It benefits a ton from rewatch. Um, yeah, it's a nice little uh, mystery show. The storylines all intersect very well. Uh, it's got a fantastic twist that we already talked about. Um, and yeah, maybe maybe that movie will will somehow justify its existence. But I am satisfied um, that this is all the odd taxi I'll see. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see more. I mean, obviously, there's the movie. We'll always maybe cover that in the future. But uh, uh, the, I think... The the director of the show actually did tell people, he's like, if you want more Odd Taxi, see the movie. <laughs> so, okay. So, but again, yeah. I'm satisfied with it. I don't need, like, I don't need, like, Odakawa to get, like, a head injury so he sees more, or God forbid, like, Shirakawa gets brutally mur- murdered or something and then he sees people as animals yet again or some shit. I don't, I don't need that justification. No, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it just being like, you know, he kind of, you know, he's repaired from the, his, you know, his this kind of visual disorder, uh, and it's like living a, you know, a happier and more fulfilling life. Like I think the ending works really well, and everyone kind of gets, you know, gets what they deserve. And yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, I think it's a very satisfying conclusion to this like 13 episode uh, run. Yeah, Jack, I'm really glad you got us to come back and finish this show because. Uh... I, I I think it was a nice brisk stroll to the finish line. Uh, just watching a very good show. It wasn't a drag watching this. Uh, I will always shit on. I don't even want to say the name of it. That live action adaptation, uh, which was not a brisk stroll to the finish line. This was a very enjoyable show. Uh, and I would recommend it to even people who maybe aren't so keen on anime. Because this is just a good show outside of being a good anime. Yeah, it's um again the it's got Tarantino vibes or or what's another? I mean, I was gonna say Jackie Brown, but that's a Tarantino movie. Does give me some Jackie Brown vibes. Totally, yeah. It's just it's got like some noir stuff going on, but there's also El- like some very comedic moments. Um, Elmore Leonard, Elmore Leonard. That's that's a vibe this gives off. I mean, yeah, be- I think Elmore Leonard is a good comparable for this. Elmore, yeah, it's like it's like a crime show, right? This is like if you like crime uh, shows, like I think you'll enjoy this. Like even if there is like all these like animatorphic um, characters that sort good of lead show. it. You know, it reminds me of that tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and speaking of tragedy, <laughs> speaking of tragedies, uh, where can we find you on social media, uh, Logan? Oh God. <laughs> what a segue! What a... The tragedy is Jack's segue. There. No. Uh, I'm on Instagram uh, at Hey Hey Logan, and there's an underscore at the end of it. Awesome. And you can find me at Jack is Jack on Instagram and Only Real Jack M on Twitter. Malcolm, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, Malcolm R J McLeod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can also find uh, the podcast on uh, Instagram and Twitter at uh, Is This Anime Pod. Uh, if you enjoyed this and you're listening to this on like Spotify or Apple Podcasts uh, or Google or whatever, that you can you know leave us some stars, leave us uh, a, a review. Uh, it really helps us a show like us out uh, immensely. Uh, people in the past have helped influence uh, future um, episode choices, so we love to hear from people. So yeah. Don't be shy. Uh, if you got suggestions of stuff we haven't covered, please uh, let us know because you never know. Maybe we'll cover it. Uh, we definitely have done that in the past. I think uh, it's always nice to you know branch out and give the people what they want. Um, but yeah, I think that about does it. Uh, we did it. We finished Odd Taxi. 
the the two parter. It's wrapped. Um, the the two parter that spanned two months when it came to recording time. Yeah, we'll see it. We'll see if that that information makes it in the final cut. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this has been. Uh, I, I again really enjoyed the show. Uh, I, I recommend it. I think it's one of the better things we've covered on the uh, podcast, and uh, I'm happy that we uh, we decided to just go for it and commit instead of just kind of being like we did the first part. Now we're moving on. Like I like that we committed. Yeah, I'm glad we committed. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, and they're they're probably just because of Malcolm and I's busy schedule, there probably will be more two parters in the works. Um, just because sometimes you know when you want to watch so much anime. Sometimes you got to slow down on the anime. So that's a hint of future things to come. So thank you for listening. And Malcolm, I'm sure you've got uh, something yeah. to say. All right. Well, uh, I think that, yeah, that about does it. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, and remember, uh, what was that tragedy again? Oh, yeah. 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>